0: Hey now, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, boys and girls. Whoa, 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 whoa. wow. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, an echo version. This is very cool. All right, what's up, everybody? What's up? September 11th, never forget. Never forget, 21 years later. But we're going to uh, talk a little sharks. But as always, hit us up on the social media, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know what it is. So we're going to leave Jerk in there because we love Jerk. Jerk is the shit. So we always keep him up in here. <laughs> Oh Ian, it's been something <laughs> it's been a bit it's it's been a bit, but it's uh it's been a really shall we say interesting summer for the sharks. Yeah, I would I would concur a little bit a little bit uh, over the summer well let's just start from the newest, which is it's been reported Casey saying that jumbo. Back in the Bay Area, spotted at Shark's Ice. He's skating with the boys. He's chatting with the front office people. Is a new position on the horizon with the organization?
1: Um, And by KC, mean Corey, of course. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, potentially. I don't know. I don't really care. Like... <laughs> it's it's funny right because like when the gm search was happening like we all were mocking the sharks for like oh this guy was on there but if you look at their hockey db they have no connection to the sharks so clearly they're not a candidate right and everyone was like super up in arms about like how like you know if they were if they had sharks ties like they all had to have sharks ties but then like when a name like marlo and thurton comes up like oh my god we need them to coach the team right now (laughs) And Nabby as well, right? Well, Nabby's, I mean, Nabby is the goalie coach, so he, he does. No, he, he needs does to have be the head job. coach. He oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. He needs to go full Patrick Wah. I Maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so, like, I don't, I mean, if the Sharks found, uh, found a job for Joe Thornton at this point in his career that doesn't involve being on the ice, although. I mean, with some of the guys they've signed, I think Joe Thornton could definitely slot in ahead of them. <laughs> You're not I, wrong, sir. I don't sir. really You're not care. Wrong. Like, I don't really care, right? Like, if he if he get if he if he has a job in the organization, that's fine. I just I don't I can't sit here and mock the Sharks for looking for former Sharks to fill all these positions and, and then you know be like, oh, Joe Thornton's gonna be in the organization. That's awesome, and I love Joe Thornton. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but I just. I I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Well, I mean, I I would think that, I mean, it's like, okay, if he's already moved back and, you know, brought the wife and kids and blah, blah, blah. He's talking to the front office. Yeah. Front office position, probably eminent. And what comes along with that? Retirement. So... Mm -hmm. Perhaps sometime during this season, there will be some sort of official announcement. Uh, but we'll see. You know, we're, we're definitely not going to dump on the Patty Parade that will be no. happening on uh, February 25th of 23 versus Chicago. I think versus Toronto would have been a little bit more apropos, but it uh, is it is. Versus what it is. Carolina? Oh, dude. <laughs> opening night that would have been great oh but then that would have dumped on the burns return so Mm. but i just how do you not do it either chicago or i don't know pittsburgh maybe i don't know or i'm sorry toronto Toronto
1: or pittsburgh yeah i I mean hurricanes legend patrick marlowe oh absolutely (sighs) yeah it doesn't i mean it's weird. Everything. It's it's weird how everything that they're doing this season seems to be against Chicago. It's like okay, Chicago's <laughs> here. Chicago, obviously, play am twice, and everything's gonna happen. Well, you, yeah, and I, I think it's like Chicago. It's like a, a team that I think when you look at teams that had interesting off seasons, Chicago had a hell of an off season, just like a hell of a year, right? As far oh, as like, as, as far as optics for that franchise, so. I I think it's interesting that everything happens, like, against Chicago, because I I wonder, like, I don't think, I think, I think at home, like, I think people, like, in Chicago are going to be just happy hockey's back and, you know, are going to watch the the Hawks in Chicago because that's their team, right? I just, I just wonder, and I, I probably not, and I'm probably thinking out loud here and being dumb, but... I just wonder if maybe the the Hawks don't draw as well on the road because of some of the optical issues that that franchise has gone through. But then again, yeah, it's been a moment. you know again, it's probably wishful thinking on my part.
0: Well, I mean, Alden coming in saying Jumbo shouldn't have sold that beautiful Los Gatos real estate. Yeah, I would agree. That is beautiful homestead, but you know what? Maybe I don't know. Some of those rooms aren't going to get used. Like they would have a few years ago because the kids are, uh, I don't know, leaving the nest. But, dude, to see Jumbo come back in chill in the Bay Area, dude, I think it would be great. Yeah, um, I don't
1: know, man. I just, until he announces retirement, I just, like, I'm waiting for the Patrick Marlowe thing to happen all over again.
0: Oh, sure. Sure. Well, we'll so, yeah, but how do you do that when Mike Greer has literally, like, signed everybody who doesn't have a contract yet? except for joe thornton (laughs) i don't know i yikes
1: yeah i agreed um (laughs) agree i i don't know but like it just until he says he's he's hanging him up like it just it makes me nervous and i like it i love joe thornton but like joe thornton at this point it's like the dude the dude's had a run but like it's he's 40 what three this year easy like no yeah
0: So, Jumbo's back in the Bay Area. We'll see what turns out of that. We mentioned Marlow earlier. His number will be retired February 25th versus Chicago. Again, Toronto would have been better. But either way, the Sharks finally retiring a number. It seemed like the obvious number to retire. But, Ian, is this... I don't want to say... I don't want to say the start of a domino effect. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want this to begin like, well, now we have to do Thornton. Well, of course you have to do Thornton. But after that, you know what I mean? Like, there's two key players that the Sharks have ever had, and it's Marlowe and it's Thornton. I'm just worried this might start a domino effect because we see people, you know, screaming from the mountaintops. Nolan, Rachie, Irby, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, "Mm mm-mm, mm-mm. There are two guys that have earned this honor. And one of them's
1: getting it I would I, I would disagree. I would say there's one guy that's earned the honor. Just Marlowe? Just Marlowe. you don't think yeah, I mean I, I love Joe Thornton, but like Joe Thornton, like Patrick Marlowe played pretty much his entire career here, and when he left, it wasn't that it wasn't that he chose to leave like there was no money left for him. he had to go.
0: Is that right. the case though? Is that the case? It, it I sounded
1: think so. it sounded very much kind of like
0: he wanted it was almost like Pavelski he wanted 3 years and the Sharks were like we'll give you 2. Yeah. And... Well, I mean
1: and that would have been the smart play there. Like I don't really begrudge Patch Murph. like at some point you had to start chipping away at that core. You couldn't keep everyone locked up until they were 40 and hope to god that they would win a cup. <laughs> right? Wrong. Like I so I don't I don't begrudge Marlowe for moving on. I don't think, like, look at could 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 he have stayed for the right amount of money? Maybe, but I think it was the right time for him to move on. Yes, when he moved on, um, perhaps at, later than he should have. Perhaps. So I don't begrudge him moving on. Like, other than that, I mean, the guy has, you know, the the guy is Mr. Shark. Like, when you think the San Jose Sharks, you think Patrick Marlowe. Like that's just the way, like it's always going to be that way for me anyway. And when I look at a guy like Marlowe, like if, if someone else wore his number, like that, this is the test for me, right? Like if someone else wears a number, are you going to be upset about it? I'd be annoyed if someone else wore Patrick Marlowe's number.
0: Would you be upset if someone wore 19 again? No. Really? Nope.
1: I mean, he changed the face of the franchise. He did. I Don't get me wrong, like, for sure. But I wouldn't begrudge someone else wearing the number. All
0: right. All right. We're throwing it up in the poll. Should Thornton's 19 be retired? We'll see what happens. Uh, so besides Marlo, we have Doug Wilson being honored. He will be honored with a banner on, uh, well, the second game. Uh, obviously, opening night at San Jose. We're not going to talk about everything's everything going on in Prague. Opening night in San Jose will be versus the Carolina Hurricanes and Brent Burns. But the following night, Doug Wilson is going to be honored with a handout banner, and there's going to be a banner that goes up in the in the rafters. I mean, it does make sense. Uh, from what I understand, an event was actually planned for mm-hmm. last April, but health issues derailed that plan, and that's fine. It's you know, it's what happens on the books it does say that doug wilson will attend this so hopefully that is a sign that doug wilson's health issues whatever they may be are uh doing better Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be interested to see like you would hope he's gonna come out and drop the ceremonial puck and all of that all of those yeah yeah it
1: would be nice like say what you will about doug wilson the general manager i you know, it would, it would be nice to see Doug Wilson the guy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it'd just be nice to see, like, just to see that he's. I don't know what his health situation is, obviously. And I, like, no one's really seen much of him since he, uh, since he's, like, not even stepped down from the role as GM, but when he let Joe Will take over before the official move was made. Um, yeah, I don't remember the last time anyone has seen Doug Wilson. So obviously, I think to just to see the man and just hope see that he's okay would be nice. But I mean, I don't know if that's the case or not.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, speaking of Doug Wilson, Mike Greer over the last week or so had some interesting quotes. He did the uh, Teal for Change podcast. One of the things that kind of stuck out for me was he said, uh, my dad told me when I turned pro, don't read the newspapers. One day... You're the best player in the league. The next day, you're the worst. And whether it's the papers, social media, whatever other outside opinions, Greer said he does his best to avoid it. He said, I try to stay off all that stuff. I just want to do the best job I can. And I think myself and the Shark staff, we believe we'll get to where we want to go through with our hard work and our desire to do well. Interesting enough, Wilson was kind of, you know, I don't want to say a 180 from that, but was very much kind of in tune to what the fans were saying. And he was very much kind of, I would prefer passion and criticism versus apathy. So I thought Greer's comments, yeah, I mean, let's be honest, dude. We all have our uh, detractors, if you will. I don't want to call them haters because I think that's a cheap and lazy word but there are detractors. Yes. But there's still something to be said for the fan base. I mean, this is ultimately
1: the group you're trying to sell tickets to. I mean, would you want to like, would you want to read my snarky shit every day? I wouldn't No. if it was targeted at me. Like I wouldn't want to read my own Twitter feed if it was targeted at me. I don't, (laughs) I don't blame them. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I get what he's, I get where he's coming from and I get what he's saying. Cause I think, look it there's going to be there already is. I mean, there's a lot of questioning, like a lot of the signings and a lot of the, you know, the current direction without really seeing what the end looks like. Right. Cause we don't really, cause again, like Micah has given us more than Doug Wilson. Like Doug Wilson would just come out at the start of the season, say a bunch of words, but not actually say anything at uh, all. Platitudes. Yeah. Right. And whereas Mike Greer kind of, you know, he's been more direct and I think he's been. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, I, I, I think he's been more he's been more transparent in what he wants to do. But there's still some topics where, you know, we, we have, he hasn't really said, OK, look at, you know, like this is going to be a, a blank year project. It's just a step forward to take a step or a step back to take a step forward again, basically. Which is so what Doug Wilson said in 2015. For sure, yeah. When Doug Wilson actually said something that mattered, <laughs> um, you know. So it's it's interesting. So obviously, I think there's look, it, there's there's a lot of things that are going through. You move out a fan favorite in a player like Brent Burns. Obviously, there's gonna be there's gonna be blowback to stuff like that. And I think sometimes you have to just tune out the blowback and kind of do what your vision dictates. So I don't really have an issue with him. I just. You know, it'll be interesting. Like I said, I think this, I've said all summer, I think this this season's going to be interesting because by the end of it, I think we'll get a pretty good idea of what direction the Sharks are going under Mike Greer.
0: Yeah, I will say that when the change was made to Mike Greer, very early on with a couple of the quick moves, I was very much kind of, I don't see what the roadmap is. But as we've progressed, kind of like, all right. You know the, the 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 clouds are parting a little bit. I'm starting to understand where where they want to go now. Mm-hmm. Do do I agree so far with what the what the moves are? Uh, a couple things, yay. A couple things, nay. But yeah, you know we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, let let's hit the chat real quick here. Alex Beltran saying I was annoyed when someone else other than Nolan wore eleven. I'm assuming he's. Re- re- uh, Referring to Marcel Gotch, but I don't think his number should be retired. And that brings me to the point of, should the Sharks consider a ring of honor? You know, where you can honor some players, but you don't retire their numbers. You just put their name with their number up in the in some sort of ring or some sort of fashion where you recognize their contributions to the team, but you're not retiring their numbers. You're not making the huge huge to do about it
1: yeah and i look and i'm fine with like a ring of honor or whatever like that that stuff doesn't bother me i think i I don't i that doesn't offend me i think obviously i think when you do something like that you can make it a lot bigger and you can include a lot of fan favorites that maybe don't you know get their would normally not get their number retired because a they weren't here long enough to warrant it or hello or you know it we're. I mean you could include Nolan in that too, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, I mean, eh, 6 years, but Erbey was six, here for six like years, 2, like, right? come on. Yeah, I mean, 6 years seems like an eternity in today's NHL, but yes. really? No. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, there's definitely uh maybe it opens the door to to the Sharks doing something more. Uh, you know, a lot of fans it's it's, it's Nolan, it's Nabby, it's Erbey, it's Ricci. I mean, shit People have mentioned Pavelski. People have mentioned Couture after both of them finally hang him up. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let's move on to a few other things. Again, this is a very early Pucknologist just to kind of wrap up what's happened over the summer. Uh, the Sharks are getting a new 4K scoreboard, and I can tell you it's huge. It's huge. Single wrap. It
1: looks big. I've seen pictures. It looks ginormous.
0: Dude, it is so huge. <laughs> it's a, the base of it is almost blue line to blue line. There's one halo instead of three, and that one halo is the same size as the three put together. It's just massive. It looks like it's going to be fantastic. Um which kind of goes on to the rebrand, because they're not going to call it a rebuild, but the rebrand from this season. We're going to continue on here because we're going to get to like the big news here in a second. Uh Parking, if you are someone who goes to the tank and parks there, pricing goes from 25 to 30. The South Bar, if you're a fan of that, what used to be called the Juno Bar, then the South Bar is now the Hot Bar. Hopefully that leads to a better selection of beers on tap there. So there have been some small changes but I would think that the biggest change that everybody is talking about might be what the Sharks are going to wear this coming season. But before we get there, Lanacle, anytime you do a Super Chat, you get right in. Lanacle saying, keep up the great work, guys. Lanacle, as to you, sir. Thank you very much. We appreciate that donation. Um, You know we've been able to sit here for a few days and ruminate on it Mm -hmm. there they are and this is actually well let's here is what the prognosticators are saying and and based on a couple shots of practice this is it that's a lot of teal Ian is it too much yeah is it um, too much?
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, for the it, home.
1: It absolutely is, yeah. The home, like, if you put if you put black pants with that, I think, uh, I, I don't care about the teal helmet so much and the gloves, whatever. I just think, like, black pants would be better.
0: Okay, so let's look at that. Boom. There's black pants. There's black lid. Like, you need that contrast. Yeah, yeah when when i when i switch switch it back to the teal lid and the teal, and i'm just going that it just reminds me of football when they would do their color rush uniforms or like yeah make everything one color and i'm going eh, you know it's it works for one game two games a year and especially if the other team is kind of doing the same thing mm-hmm. but for this to be your new thing and this is what the home no it's give me black shorts give me black mitts give me black helmet it much ties together with the black skates like it all ties together much better in my opinion
1: yeah i i like i don't the sweater itself does great like i love the sweater well i and just it's... i don't like the whole kit it'll be interesting it's one of those things where <sighs> i think I, I, I'm going to reserve final judgment until I see them on TV. Like yes. An actual play. Yeah. Um, and maybe it'll be whatever. But I don't know. I mean, the sweaters themselves, though, I like.
0: Well, <laughs> and our buddy Sharks last going, dude, you know, somebody's going to start calling the Sharks the Smurfs. Well, you know, if they're it's top to bottom teal. And I get it. Like, it needs to be broken up. Like, yeah. you need some contrast. Yeah, I think so. But I agree. the thing for me that just, ah, God, I look at this and I'm going, you know, okay, a lo- there's a lot of fans that sat there and said, hey, you know what, real happy to see the orange finally be jettisoned. And, yes. and, and, I'm, and I'm part of that. But there was somebody who came along and said, well, what if we made those stripes gray in the middle? This is a 420 Snipe City, I believe. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, dude, to me, this is the perfect marriage.
1: Yeah. If you made them, I mean, obviously if you made them gray, then they're just like, the stripes are just reversed from the originals.
0: Which does seem to be what they're calling back to. Like they're, you know, there's trying to be some sort of marriage between today and the beginning of the franchise. And it feels like if you just make those inner stripes gray
1: you nailed it yeah yeah i i i'm fine with them either way like i i do agree i think like the gray would be a nice call back to the original uh sweater Mm -hmm. um but at the same time like i don't i don't hate the the teal either though like i i don't hate them i like the i like the new sweaters like if these are what they're gonna wear this season like i'm fine with it They've worn worse. <laughs> I don't hate it. I
0: just think they could have done better. I think that gray, it, like you look at that shot of the jersey on the right. Mm-hmm. It just, to me, that is the perfect marriage of OG and today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely, like I can see that point. Like I don't disagree. Um, but sometimes you just got to live in the world that we actually live in. And, let,
0: you know, let, let's remember everybody that Adidas has the contract for this coming season, the season after that, and after that they're done. So, you can very well give the Sharks an opportunity to say, okay, let's try for two years, let's see what the impact is, let's see what the feedback is. And then, maybe we make some tweaks. We don't like, know.
1: The, the absent jerk man, but like his his picture, like the Sharks have worn worse.
0: Oh, third generation as far as i'm concerned i'm not a fan of the shoulder yokes for the sharks i didn't think they got it right in 07 but that's just me uh great america theme park has sold that whole land to a developer might the sharks look into building next to levi stadium over there if things go south with the downtown west development uh brody brazil our buddy he just did a video about everything that's going to happen with BART coming to downtown San Jose and how they're going to have to dig up Santa Clara and all the new changes to the Diridon station, all of these things, maybe it does get to a point like two years in because they're saying this, this won't be finished at least 2030. And mm-hmm. that's BART saying that, which to me goes, oh, okay, 2035. Maybe we get a couple of years, and the sharks just go, okay, we we hoped for the best, and it's now the worst. Maybe we need to start looking outside the box. Could be an interesting idea or at least an option.
1: Who's going to pay for it? Oh, Hasso's got all the money. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does. But is he going to fund a new arena out of his own pocket? I doubt it. <sighs> yeah, I can't believe it.
0: so yeah adidas not seeking to renew their nhl uniform and apparel deal after the 23-24 season the league says the nhl and adidas partnership featured some innovative moments such as the memorable team north america jerseys at the world cup those lines huh i love those yeah Uh, i as did i especially team canada i really like those i know there were some canadians that were like worst ever but i liked them uh a line of Obviously, the reverse retro jerseys, uh, streetwear-influenced remix of the NHL sweaters and logos and blah, blah, blah. Adidas also emphasized promotion of individual players. You had stars like Connor McDavid signed to exclusive deals. Brent Burns was. uh, But sources told ESPN that players were going to... uh, Those deals were going to expire. And so... Who would you like to see producing NHL jerseys going forward? There's, you know, there's a laundry list. There's CCM. There's Nike. Yeah. There's even potentially Under Armour. Uh, and you have to remember that Nike already uh, already does the other big three, and yeah. CCM does the AHL.
1: Yeah, I mean, C- I, CCM always did good good stuff. Like, that's I think that's CCM always does.
0: I feel, great uh, dude, I'm right there stuff. with you.
1: Um, are they going to? shell out the money to do that though i don't know um my money would probably be on nike
0: yeah that's yeah i think that's where you put the smart money i hope it's yeah, ccm
1: for sure like don't get me wrong if ccm started making like ex- like was the actual maker of nhl sweaters again i think it would be fantastic i just think that when you look at like but who's gonna shell out the money like it's stanky isn't it
0: you would think, which seems to be backed by Fanatics at this point, or yeah, is at I least in bed.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably, like again, I wish lists, uh, you know, CCM, but <laughs> if I had to put my money somewhere, it's probably on Nike, because like you said, they already have distribution with uh, the other sports, so.
0: Well, and, and if they do it like they did with the second generation jersey for a couple years, Nike had that deal, and the you had the shimmer sleeves for the second generation Shark Series. Mm-hmm. I loved those. So, if they can at least spit out that same type of quality, I'm down with it. But if they're going to, you know, be Fanatics quality, which is obviously highly <laughs> intermittent makes you go yikes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Um Brandon Tucker check out Bauer. I don't I don't know if Bauer wants to like do they are, are they in the sweater game though? Like would they get in the sweater game? I don't know.
0: Well, and Coho is done, right?
1: That's yeah. has that a blast from the past. Um, right. I think so.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's, it's, you know, it's like Nike CCM, maybe under armor, but as we stated, Nike already owns the other three. So that's probably what it's going to be. So could be good. Could be not so much. Uh, Reverse retro 2.0 scheduled to drop in November Uh, From what I understand, uh, expect Adidas to manufacture hype and interest like they did last time With a bunch of teaser videos and images and then they'll finally drop at some point, I don't know Hopefully around Thanksgiving Rumor is the Sharks will be based on the seals This was essentially kind of confirmed with a silly ass leak from Fanatics because Fanatic's gonna fanatic <laughs> published a ton of images that were essentially confirmed. Um, God, what a clown show! Uh, either way, to the surprise of no one, almost a month ago, they they leaked everything. What do you think about the seals? I liked the gray second generation. You can see Jerk wearing it in the in the shot that we have right now.
1: Yeah, see, I, I hated <laughs> her. I don't like her last reverse retros. So, really? look at the seals. No, I didn't. I know. I didn't now, like why? At all. Why? do you not like gray yeah just too much gray the gray the not like i didn't like the gray i didn't like the teal numbers and yeah it was black
0: if you flip the black and the gray you're good perfect Uh, dude i i feel the same but i didn't i didn't hate the gray
1: i didn't i don't know i didn't do anything for me like um as far as the seals goes like for me it doesn't do anything for me but i'm not like i'm not a bay area guy right so like i don't really like i'm a sharks fan i don't really care about other bay area teams
0: (laughs) see i am a bay area guy and i don't care about the seals at all
1: like i think it's fine i think it's it's good i think there's people that are obviously like i i pretty positive uh reaction to to it on my twitter feed anyway from um, the sharks fans that I follow, so I mean, for for them, I'm happy, I'm excited. It just, but for me, it doesn't really do anything. It's, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's it's not super floating my boat, but I'm kind of like, hey, you know what? There's a whole different group of fans that are kind of juiced about it. I'm like, okay, do you? Hey, you know, it's one jersey I don't need to buy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm, you know, let's see what happens when it comes out but just based on. Uh,
1: I think for some people, they're going to really dig it. Like, I think I, yeah. I like the old seals logo. Like I, whatever logo they use or whatever, like I'm totally fine with it. I think it's, I think it's cool. Like, am I going to run out and buy one? No, it, it does nothing for me, but I think it's great. Like, I think, I think for, like I said, for the people that dig it, I think it's going to be awesome. I just, but for me, it just, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Well, it it makes me wonder if the success of the Nordiques, Colorado, Avalanche, Reverse Which Retro. Was, yeah. Like, I mean, was, I mean. Chef's Kiss. Yeah, you, you ask anybody and they're going to say that was their favorite Reverse Retro. Other yeah. people will sit there and point at the Carolina Hurricanes doing the Whalers Reverse Retro. Oh,
1: yeah, that was good too.
0: You know, and then See, min- Minnesota doing were, like- the North Star Colors.
1: But those teams, like when I started watching hockey, those were all teams for me, right? Whereas yeah. the Gold Seals were my time. Exactly.
0: So but I wonder if because of the popularity of Minnesota, Carolina, and Colorado, they said, Yeah, let's let's do that kind of a throwback. And I
1: think it's I think it's smart because I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a sweater that I think will end up being probably a lot more popular than the first reverse retros. For the so sharks? Think, for the sharks, yeah. Okay, I see I think it could be 50/50. I think I think it'll I think they'll do better. All right, cuz I know there's a lot of people love nostalgia. They
0: love nostalgia, but not a lot of people like word marks and the seals is going to be a mm, word mark. So Yeah, I mean
1: we'll see what the we'll see what the final product looks like. All right.
0: We'll see. Uh, Mitchell and Ness and the NHL evidently are teaming up for a premium lifestyle apparel and headwear partnership. Fanatics owns Mitchell and Ness now, just like they own sportsmarmabilia.com, steinersports.com. Uh, follow Fanatics sucks to, <laughs> on t- Twitter. You don't forget that. Yeah. Uh, the Barracuda released three new jerseys over the summer. Uh, Blackout, which is I'm tr- a, a charitable nod to the Stealth. I'm trying to be nice. Uh with the you know, the vertical nameplate that says CUDA. Everybody likes ice. Everybody loves the steel version.
1: Yes, the steel version is absolute ace. Yeah. So it's like for all the people all these that kind of trying to take my money. It's, it's very unfortunate.
0: <laughs> all the people that dump on the gray reverse retro sharks jersey, they looked at the steel one they go, Oh, okay, they got that one right
1: <laughs> Yeah. No, it's just again like I think it works better for and maybe it's because, like, maybe if all the other sweaters looked like the the steel one, as far as like patch placement and everything else, maybe maybe I wouldn't like it so much. Sure, but I, I think for that, it just it works. Um,
0: besides that, uh, the Barracuda have found themselves a new coaching staff under John McCarthy. They have a new barn. Mm-hmm. They have all sorts of newness. When you see the Sharks putting out all these advertisements saying it's the beginning of a new era, it's just—it's kind of interesting the way that everything has kind of converged over this summer where the Barracuda, new coaching staff, almost kind of new front office. Same thing with the Sharks. New yeah. jerseys on both sides. Uh, I mean, the tex u is looks amazing the only negative thing that i could say seats are a little like it it reminds me that i could drop 10 20 pounds (laughs) 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 that's the only other than that it's fucking amazing it is going to be an incredible barn i think uh there's actually if I remember correctly, I think there's like a running gag where it's like, who's going to score the first goal at Tech It's like, is it going to be Coe, Eklund, Bortolo, you know, who at who knows, mm, Merkley. Gushkin's my guy. See, there you go. But the new Tech arena, incredible. There's an event coming up this Wednesday for season ticket holders, and this will be when the actual – Unveiling official unveiling of the new sharks jersey will be made. How pissed off are the sharks <laughs> right now that their whole reveal got totally kiboshed?
1: Well, I mean, Dude. yeah, I, I mean, don't don't ship things before you reveal them. I guess, like, because my understanding Dears? is like they're on like they're on shelves, right? Like, you, like didn't puckeye buy? them yeah he bought yeah bought a home <laughs> and away <laughs> like puck already bought them like I, I i mean it's it is what it is <laughs> at this point i don't know I, I think like i think it's cool that they you know maybe they got released a little bit earlier but like it seems like people are generally excited by them for the most part so yeah. i think if they were terrible then maybe uh, that would be worse but i don't know i, I it it's it's definitely the theme of the offseason is there's a lot of carts, and not a lot of horses in front of them. So very, very apropos for this offseason for the Sharks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're probably a little bit miffed. But if people are buying them, then what do they have to complain about?
0: Yeah, that's well, because, you know, they always want to do the big reveal. But there's a part of me that kind of. You know,
1: it, it, I said, <laughs> sorry, Alex with the Joe Thornton will score the first goal at Texas. <laughs> <laughs> nice pull, Alex. Oh shit! Uh,
0: <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's like, like I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to dump on the sharks, but no, historically they have proven a lot of times to be the last dog at the bowl on a lot of these reveals. And at some point it's kind of like, you know what? Own it. Like maybe, maybe release stuff earlier than you had planned, like I don't know how many times I think uh puck guy pointed it out back in twenty oh seven when they shifted to the edge,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they were the last like they literally you know put it out like a week before preseason starter well like it was literally one of the last things when it came to reverse retro they were they were one of the last teams to put out their version they're one of the last teams to put out uh their promotional schedule i mean there's just a lot of times where you can look at the sharks and go they're always the last dog to the bowl so when somebody snipes you Like yeah, yeah, you you know you can be upset that somebody sniped you, but on the other hand, you also have to sit there and go, maybe we need to get this shit out a little earlier. I don't know.
1: I they they but they didn't make an announcement of an announcement, and that is (laughs) company policy.
0: That is true. Um. So, Sharks get New Jersey. So I'm assuming that this season it's going to be you know new home, new away. There's going to be a reverse retro, and there's not going to be a stealth i don't know from from what i'm seeing a lot of people on, on the social many people are saying that it's going to be three jerseys this season new home new away, reverse retro not a fourth i don't know
1: i'm fine it's
0: not the nba but i'm so happy you made that that point NBA is like at this point going like five jerseys a season. There's literally a schedule that was just put out by some NBA team where it's literally, they're not putting out the schedule for like what games are home and what games are away. They put out a Jersey schedule. Here's the jerseys we're wearing on
1: these dates and it's four. maybe NHL is a copycat league. I mean anything to increase revenue at this point right? Yeah. Like I think that's the that is that is job one I think for if you're in the NHL right now is try and find ways to increase revenue without um alienating your fan base and I would think that releasing more sweaters is a little more like if you if you add like if you have like a four sweater rotation I think that's a little more palatable than nonstop sports betting ads <laughs> which seems <laughs> to have everyone um <laughs> everyone's panties in a bunch which like and don't get me wrong like i think it's like i understand it's a it's a good revenue stream for the league and everything and i I, it's fine i just man i just wish that i could listen to a podcast without like six ads for sports betting right like i i think it's bad like you know but always but hey if you you know do it responsibly but if you have a problem with gambling which some people do like (laughs) is that great for them probably not i don't know man that's the whole thing there's
0: going to be um there's gonna be kids sixty years from now where they're like, "Hey, you remember those things called podcasts? Let's go listen to one just for shits and giggles, right?" And they're gonna come back and listen and like, "Man, seems like everybody in the twenties they they really had a problem with gambling <laughs>
1: with gambling and,
0: and and with like overgrown pubic hair based on every do. advertisement. That's true. Yeah.
1: The, the, I mean, the thing is though, is it's like completely off top but i mean like we're (laughs) we have the video game machine which is like totally getting our kids ready to gamble when they're old enough to do it for real oh yeah (laughs) so i i mean
0: i'm ready for the point where we have home away retro reverse third and then like it's to the point where you can just like uh i don't know kind of like we're just gonna switch them up like this year, there's a reverse retro. Next year is a new Sharks third. The year after that, a new reverse retro 3.0. Year after that, a new Sharks third. You know what I mean? And then somewhere in the middle of all that, you say, oh, by the way, we're going to put a rotational specialty jersey in there for like two games. or what?" It doesn't,
1: yeah. I mean, it doesn't, that wouldn't, and it wouldn't even bother me. Like, you know, because no, eventually at like at some point I'd be like, okay, look, it, if it's good, I'll buy it. If it's not. It's not, like, whatever. It doesn't really, I I, again, I think with everything that we've been through over the past two years, like, obviously the NHL needs to get all the revenue streams kicking at high gear because eventually want the cap to go up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: But, I mean, the Oregon Ducks football team, I I think they play, like, I don't know, 14 games a season, and they wear 18 different jerseys. Figure that out. You know what I
1: mean? It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you, like, you, as long as it doesn't like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love the I love the American Hockey League and I love some of the sweaters they do down there. But like, don't the NHL can't do that?
0: Well, I mean, I mean, eighty-two games. I mean, like I said, you got you got uh, the the NBA doing a whole sweater ske- well jersey schedule, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it where it's essentially they're going to play eighty-two games, and it's like. Here's 12 in this, here's 12 in this, here's 12 in this, here's 12 in this, and then the remaining, eh, we're kind of going to dick off a little bit and do whatever we want. But I don't know. It's all it's all about the cha-ching.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, so, uh, again, la- Labor Day weekend saw the leak of the jerseys. the The funny thing, of course, for me, it's like, okay, yeah, the jerseys leaked. It was the worst kept secret ever. The fact that these jerseys were leaked – by the same exact shop that leaked the Heritage jerseys back in 2015. I I don't know if it's about learning a lesson. I don't know. I I just figure at this point that that shop is never going to get jerseys again until everything is already out, and then like a week later, then they'll get their supply.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if this people are buying them i mean that's that's all that matters again at the end of the day i don't know i mean again i think it's it's really weird to have them hit the shelves before whatever but like again i don't think it's it's not the is first it a time huge deal no i don't think it's a huge deal i well, think it I may mean, if i think if you're the sharks you're probably a little miffed Am oh miffed?
0: of no. course anytime you know something you know comes out before you wanted to yeah you're miffed but this goes back to, and, and I said it a couple days ago, when Eric and I were on here because he actually purchased both jerseys, we showed him off. But mm-hmm. my point was, look, you, you go to a Dick's Sporting Goods on Sunday, February, whatever, at the end of the Super Bowl. There are two massive stacks of boxes in their storeroom. And one says, if this team wins, open it. If this team wins, open this one. And then the if that team doesn't win, send it back and it goes to, you know, Somalia, Africa, wherever. You've all seen the memes where it's like, hey, you know, new whatever shirts from the, that loser is dropping, you know, next week. So anytime It comes down to a championship thing where it's game seven, of world series, game seven of the Stanley cup or whatever. That's why you can go to Dick's sporting goods at nine o'clock at night after the game is over and immediately get the shirt or the hat that says champions, blah, blah, blah. Shit is pre pre pre-shipped. It just comes down to, I guess these boxes weren't marked correctly. (laughs) It happens. I don't know. I don't know. Well, speaking of jerseys, what do you think of uh, a lot of the advertisements on the uh, you know the uh, the the upper right have been released? And I I looked at Washington, I look at uh, Arizona, I look at Vegas, and I go, you know, I don't hate it. I still think jerseys should be sacrilegious, but yeah, it's it's. Not obnoxious. But then No, it's
1: not. But like it's it's you always fear the slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. You always fear like this is where it starts and where does it go from here? Like I Man, I don't know why. But like I thought like like I saw like 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 the Golden Knights. I thought theirs was really good. I don't know why I keep dick riding the Golden Knights. I don't like this team. <laughs> I, I, but I, dude, I Arizona's, the, I thought way they, was very clean. Yeah, Arizona, again, another team where I think you know, if you're going to do it, do it properly. And I think both of those teams do it properly. You know who didn't do it properly? It.
0: Minnesota.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy fuck is that fugly.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I'm never going to like it. I'm never, you know, I'm never going to be a guy who's going to come on here and be like, oh, we need more ads on jerseys. Like, I just, I hate it. But it is what it is. Like, obviously, again, when you go through what we went through the past couple of years where you had nobody filling arenas and, you know, you have players with super massive escrow payments to pay back so we can get the salary cap back up. And fortunately, there's things you have to do to try and increase those revenue streams. And unfortunately, this is a necessary evil, uh, in my opinion. But it doesn't mean I like it. I don't I don't I would never advocate for this. I understand it as a necessary evil. And if you're going to do it, do it. I would rather you do it like some of the other some of these teams have done it where it kind of just blends into the sweater.
0: Yeah, like you I said, like you know, Vegas, Vegas, Arizona. I think yeah. uh, even Washington. I think those blend very well. But that Minnesota one just is like a beacon in the dead of night.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna say this is good. But if it has to happen, do it like that. And unfortunately, look at again, I I don't live in the world I want. I live in the world that is unfortunately.
0: Well, remains to see what the sharks are going to do, of course. Uh, but going to be it's fun to see how this is going to play out with those uh you know advertisement patches in the upper right because there's a whole lot of people that sit there and go oh come on you know if it helps increase the salary cap who cares about which on that aspect of course i kind sure, of go yeah, and i I you want the revenue
1: to come up but yep there's another. But group where does it end? Like, but what where if does it two end? sweaters? What if you put two patches on the sweater, Dude, to increase revenue? And what if you put well, well, well if, if two's okay, how about three? And if three's okay, how like that? <laughs> that and then you're and then you look like you're. It's a never ending.
0: Know, yeah, it's and a then never. And then ending you look slip. like
1: your European like sweater. And look at I'm not here. Like you know again.
0: Well, <laughs> and does, doesn't stuff, Detroit goes. put their C on that side? Yeah, but you can put it on the
1: other side, it's not a big deal.
0: Oh, I know. But you know what I'm saying? It's like and then what happens when it goes to the playoffs and you get to the final and it's like that's where the Stanley Cup patch goes. What what are you we gonna do work. now? You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean you make it work, right? I like again, I don't I don't like it and I and I Understand the reasoning, but at the same time you don't because it's like it's like oh well you know that that one patch is offensive. What about two? What if we put a sticker on the helmet? Yeah. What which you've already done, you know? What if we start putting logos on the pants? Like it just it doesn't take long before you're ending up like I wouldn't mind the pants.
0: You know, like I said, but, jerseys I think should be sacrilegious. My point is though, is but
1: it's where does it stop? Where does it
0: end? It's it's where does it stop? But there's also been people that have sat there. That are trying to be protagonist about it and say, oh, you know, give me a fucking break. It helps the cap go up and five, six games in, you're not even going to notice it. Which to me, as a business person, I try to look at it from that perspective and I go, well, wait a minute. Why am I spending all these hundreds of thousands of dollars on advertisements that nobody's going to (laughs) notice? But we'll see what happens. Uh, Darius. Thank you so much for your super chat, sir. Yeah. Says thoughts on the new scoreboard. Are there any updates on it so far? You all rock, go sharks! Hey, thank you so much, Darius. Um, the scoreboard is coming together. Uh, I'm hoping to get an update this coming week. Uh, it, it you know Jonathan Becker at Jay Becker on the Twitter. He's uh, doing doing picks from here and there. But I will tell you, seeing it, the the photos do not do it justice. As somebody who has been inside of the arena standing on the floor with that board like ten from feet from me, it's like staring at the Empire State Building. This thing is ginormous. So I think everybody is gonna lose their minds over this board. It looks if you you can go or look at TechCU, it's a similar scoreboard where it does the full wraparound. It's just so much goddamn bigger. And like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, has a massive halo. So this is uh, its going to be really cool. But when you look at the pictures that like Becker is sharing, I think the Sharks might be sharing, yeah, you see like the little panels and everything like that. It doesn't really give you a sense of what this board can do. It's all about the computer programming. That's going to go into it. That's what's going to be the thing that just blows the noodle. I'm saying it. So, uh, hopefully, Darius, I (laughs) answered a little bit of your question. Uh, With that, I think we're just about wrapping this up. Again, we just kind of wanted to wrap up some happenings that occurred over the summer. Whether it's Jumbo returning. We got Marlo being honored. Wilson being honored. uh, The... Mike Greer, Doug, uh, David Quinn, and Jonathan Becker will be doing a Q&A this Wednesday at TechCU. I'm sure we're going to have... So follow us on Twitter, at TealTownUSA. We're going to have some quotes from that. Uh, I'm sure all of our buddies, the beat writers, you know, Shang and, and uh, Casey... Casey or Corey? Corey, right? I don't understand why I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't get it. Corey, Shang... Um, Shalana. Oh, happy birthday, Shalana. Shalana Goldman. Yeah. Happy birthday today. Um, so yeah, they're all, there's going to be quotes, a Kimball all over the place. Um, again, sharks, new scoreboard. This is a full blown rebranded the way that they're doing this. It's I don't, I have the Ian, I'm going to tell you this right now, dude. I feel because it takes 18 to 20, 24 months for a new Jersey right? There's, there's so much that goes into it. The, the, all the different designs and you have to decide on it, then you have to put out a few prototypes and touch them and, and go, okay, no, we got to change this. There's a lot that goes into it. So that's easily two years ago. Then the scoreboard was a couple years ago. It's just well, it's slightly comical to me that this is all converged where it's like new front office, New coach, new jerseys, new scoreboard. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Dude, new era, up top to bottom.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, look, uh, I think this franchise desperately needed a new coat of paint, and it's definitely going to get that. Um, obviously, look, at it, its it's going to be an interesting season. Like, this season, I don't think we're all... We're all going into it thinking, man, I wonder how low, the, like how low in the standings they'll finish for how good of a traffic they'll get more than, oh, man, I hope they win the cup this year. <laughs> um, so obviously it's a it's a colossal work in pro- progress, but it's, you know, for better or worse, it, it's definitely a new era for the team, new management, new look in the coaching staff, new look at the on the AHL level in multiple ways, um, you know, so it's kind of. It's kind of a, it's like it's year zero for the new San Jose Sharks. And it's going to be interesting to see what the future brings. But it's definitely, this is not, this is not your Sharks of a couple of years ago, you know, not four years all. ago anymore.
0: Not at all. Uh, let's hit a couple more questions in the chat before we dump. Mm-hmm. Uh, from our good buddy, Chester Chivo. Thoughts on recent signings? Sveshnikov,
1: PTO of Ar- Harrington. Uh, I like the synergy. I've said this multiple times this summer, so I, you'll have to forgive me. Uh, I I do like the synergy of having three third lines. Mhm. Um, as far as Harrington, I mean, it's it's an interesting PTO. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I think defense is the one place that I think the Barracuda are probably going to have problems this year. Uh, is on their blue line. I don't think their blue line is as um, it doesn't excite me as much as the forward group should excite me this year as, as much as the goaltendings excite me. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if Harrington's a guy that can stick around and, and play bottom pair minutes and beat out other guys. It'll be interesting to see who's up and who's down as far as the defensemen go on this team.
0: Yeah, it's like that could be the Achilles heel the Barracuda. Uh, AO, another longtime friend of the show. How do you think Kane's case will pan out San Jose's oh. still on the hook. I gotta be honest, dude. I think at this <sighs> point, well, for, there's two things in my mind. First off, I'm going, how the fuck is it taking this long? Like this is so. If this would ha-
1: like if this was Boston, like, Chicago, was the Boston Bruins. This is done. Yeah,
0: Chicago, New York. This this would have been done eons ago. Like last yeah. June, it would have been completed.
1: Like I think if if it's if you know because I don't think like as far as like the owners go right like I think Hasselbladner is is. Hasso Plotner is a more, like, Gary Bettman guy. Like, he leans definitely way more on her than... Like, he, if, if we had a lockout and there was Hawks and ducks, like, Hasso Plotner is absolutely a Hawk in that situation. Yep. But I don't think he's in... And I could be wrong, but I don't believe he's in that, like, Jeremy Jacobs inner circle of the, the front office. And I feel like if it was one of those teams, like an Illich or a Jeremy Jacobs, like, this is done. Yeah. I, I just the fact that it's not like it's embarrassing at this point I understood yeah. I understood early on when it's like yeah okay look at you you know like these guys you pay them a lot of money and you work on their schedule but this like that was in the middle of July it's September <laughs> and we still don't have an outcome to this not even it's gonna a be date. fascinating not because,
0: even a date you know they can sit there and go oh okay the yeah I mean because we saw that At one point where it's like, oh, you know, coming up this Sunday, you know, uh, Edmonton is off and this gives an opportunity for, you know, Evander Kane to talk to the the voices at will in New York and blah, blah, blah. And it lasted for a day. And then that was it. And we haven't heard anything since. Yeah. And
1: and here's the other problem too, right? Like if look at, and I've said, we've, we've answered this a lot. I don't think Evander Kane's winning this thing now let's just for argument's sake say he does and they decide the arbitrator hold on hold on when you say winning this mm -hmm. what do you mean by that that the so either that either the sharks in my opinion now again (laughs) if you want to go absolute chaos it would be like the arbitrator deciding that you know okay no evander kane's contract's still good and he's a shark which i don't think would happen all i think would happen is that the san jose sharks would end up owing him the money that they left that that he would still have on the table and he would stay in edmonton but so let's say that that, that, that that's the way they decide this right and, and then so and san Jose's also, on the hook for wait wait let me finish okay so san Jose's hit for that money and there's no reduction in cap or whatever and this puts the sharks over the salary cap the sharks can't play games if they're over the salary cap so says the cba like the fact that the nhl would allow this to even be a potential thing that could happen? Like how are the sharks going to get under the cap in the middle of the season? Like, are they just going to have to be like, Hey, uh, Logan Couture for future considerations. Where is he going? Yeah. Right. Like what it like. So, I mean the fact that the NHL would allow this to be a possibility. Now, obviously they feel confident that the sharks are going to win this as much as the sharks feel confident they're, they're going to win this. But if they don't, like it's going to make the league look so clown car and more than it already does on a regular basis.
0: I am just puzzled how this hasn't reached a settlement by this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and how is it that the NHL has one arbitrator, <laughs> which is essentially what they've stated. Well, well we yeah, have one they, and they, he's busy. You,
1: you have one on retainer, right? Like that's, <laughs> but that's generally how this stuff works. But that's like the, the arbitrator <sighs> doesn't work for the league. He's he's just contracted by the league. He's, <sighs> he's guy. He's he's retained by the, you. you they, like he's a lawyer. He's a retainer. So nonsensical. It's I did.
0: Yeah. It's I mean we've said this before. I think, but to me it's you know what you know what makes everybody happy. You pay Evander Kane. I don't know seventy cents on the dollar for his deal. He, you know, you, you write them one big fat check, the Sharks aren't penalized cap-wise. They basically say, look, here's a check, we're all done, you go your way, we're going to go our way. It doesn't account ag- count against our oh, cap. The,
1: no, 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 that, see, that's not going to happen. See, no matter what happens, that money has to stay in the system. The NHL isn't letting that money out of the system. They, the NHL hates money outside of the system. So you, anything that happens here in in favor of Evander Kane is going to affect the cap. There is no way around it. For the for Absolutely the sharks, no you're way. saying for the sharks. Abs- yes. If Evander Kane, if Evander Kane wins his grievance, somehow or another, it is going to affect the Sharks' cap.
0: Okay, but if it's Evander wins, but if Evander essentially loses. Oh, well, if
1: Evander loses, then the determination the stands, and that's it. The the, the Sharks were on the right. They terminated his contract. He has no. That's it. It's over.
0: But. Let me ask you this though. So if mm-hmm. they if they terminate that contract though, will Evander still be owed money from the Sharks, or will that be just nope? You fucked up. You violated. No, if, if
1: Kane loses, that, and that's what this is about, right? It's about the money that the Sharks owe him. If if Evander Kane loses the the arbitration, then he's entitled to nothing because by lose by the Sharks by the arbitrator deciding that that would be that the Sharks had just cause to terminate the contract, and then it's done. It's if Evander Kane wins that things get dicey.
0: Uh, see and this is where I'm at like, where it's just kind of like I'm very much kind of um compromised let's come to a happy medium where it's like look we'll give you some money and no. and you go away and the sharks uh aren't penalized whatsoever cap wise
1: and we're all happy no if there was if there was a if they did come to some sort of settlement it would be like the mike Richards thing there would be cap implications from it absolutely and the sharks Aren't I think if there was going to be if there was going to be an like a, you know if they were going to come to some sort of agreement it would have been done by now like I you know yes. obviously it's yes. the the sharks are have dug in their heels they think that they're in the right here and Evander Kane is obviously a gambling man so he's gonna you know he's going for <laughs> double or nothing
0: obviously a gambling man
1: <laughs> so he's he's going double or nothing
0: yikes oh my lord so at this point what i mean what do you think just you know outside party you you, you know you know nothing let's just
1: i don't I, know. how I mean, whenever whenever it's, sharks, it's actually announced sharks, look at the way i the way i look at it is the sharks in the nhl are run by lawyers so when the sharks did this they went through with a fine tooth comb and they think that they have they had absolute bulletproof just cause to do it and they did it
0: you would think, now, like you, you're not going to do it unless you think you are
1: absolutely 100 percent in the right. Cur- absolutely, so I don't like the, again because you don't want to the one. The last thing that the NHL wants from this is for Vander Kane to win and set precedent, because yes, then it yeah, makes precedent. it because then next time that someone gets terminated, it makes it that much harder for them to. It makes it much harder for the team in the NHL to hold that up. Yes.
0: So. In 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 your layman opinion, yes. If you're going to bet money on it, how do you think it ends? Do I think I think sharks I get think, penalized
1: or Kane is. No, I you? think I think I think they side with the sharks. I think if I don't think we would be here if they had if they didn't think that this thing was a hundred percent sewn up, they would never have terminated that contract. So okay. I I have to think that the sharks are going to win this now others might disagree and that's fine. I I mean again like I'm not that's just my that's that's just my lame ass opinion. It just, it just
0: makes me wonder if it's I don't know like fade to complete either way. Let's not, no, the Sharks, you know, they stepped out of bounds and nope, you got to pay him and blah, 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 blah. And, and we can come up with a workaround because now he's signed with
1: Edmonton. We're not going to send him there's back no to San Jose. There's no workaround, Zay- though. See, and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing people don't... Like, there is... Unless they come together and, arbit, like, come up with their own settlement, like, there's no workaround. It is all or nothing in this thing. Like, the, the arbitrator has to decide one thing. Were the Sharks right or wrong? That is it. That's it. That's... That is what the arbitrator is going to do. He's not going to come in and be like, oh, well, you know, he's making this money over here, blah, blah, blah. He's just going to say, shark's right, shark's wrong. And then the chips will fall where they may.
0: Okay, so for shits and giggles, let's say
1: that they say shark's wrong. Then Evander Cain's owed $21 million. But is he, he back with the sharks? That That is a sticky
0: thing. I don't think so. I don't. Like, how can he be if he's already got a deal signed with Edmonton? You know, it's like the NHL yeah, yeah, is yeah, kind of exactly. screwed in that situation.
1: It's, it's definitely clunk car. I don't think, like, and here's the other thing too, right? Like, how is that good for any party involved? Do you think That's... Evander Kane wants to be a fucking shark <laughs> no! again? Not a fucking <laughs> chance. Not a fucking chance he wants to come back to San Jose. And do <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, to me, like, I understand that, like it's a possibility it could happen it just to me logically it doesn't make any sense
0: yeah that's that's why i just go back to the this whole idea of like let's just find some common ground and i yeah. know what you what you're saying but yeah. it would no, be great if the
1: sharks if, all money they don't
0: yeah it it would just be great if they could figure out a way where it's like okay we're we're going to pay off
1: now you know. the, now he, now let's say they let's say if Andrew kane wins now the nhl after that like they could say you know, okay, so the Sharks owe him his money, right? So Hasso Plattner has to write Evander Kane a check. Now the NHL could turn around and say, okay, look, we're not going to hit you for se- you know the remaining, you know, they might break it down like a buyout or something, right? Where mm-hmm. you know y- you instead of paying him you know seven million dollars on the cap for the, whatever the remainder of his contract was, maybe that's double that or triple that, and the the number comes down. But at the end of the day, you know that's just the cap. At the end of the day, if he wins, then Hasso's writing Kane a check.
0: Sure, I'm just you know as a, as a Sharks fan. Of course, I'm still sitting here going, "What are the cap implications?" For sure, of and whatever we don't know happens
1: because we don't have a, we, that, and that's <laughs> that's the stupidest, that's the dumb part, right? It's Especially like, where we're, we're at know. right now, dude. Like fucking preseason starts in like two weeks. Yeah,
0: and we're and we don't have a definitive answer. That's the thing that gets me. But I will say though, if if the Sharks were I don't know. Mildly, like worried. Are they signing all these fucking people? You know. Again, like, I think they would no they, wiggle They, they room? went
1: into this thinking they have a an, an airtight case.
0: Yeah, it's it's no. They got cained by the balls. It's like you you know yep. there were stipulations. You broke your contract. You breached it. You fucked yep. up. And yeah, so they,
1: they think they have an airtight case. So I think the sharks doing this and not. I would be more disappointed if the sharks didn't do nothing because this is hanging over their head it's like well if you if you're not doing things then why did you terminate the contract if you're not that sure right like i think the sharks went about the summer 100 percent the way they should have because they are a team that thinks that they are 100 percent in the right and they're gonna win
0: That still blows me away that it's taking this long but anyway yeah <laughs> So I think with that, I think we can wrap this one up. Uh, Show 163. God damn, it feels good to be back. A week from now, we're going to do next Sunday our Pacific Division Preview. We're going to be talking about all the teams in the Pacific. Me, Jerk, and Ian. A lot to get into. Uh, But we're not going to go as deep divey as teal tinted glasses. It's going to be a little smaller. Yeah, a little little more condensed. A little more condensed. But we're going to try to Cover it all in about mm, hopefully 90 minutes, but you know, we all know jerk can spin a yard. Uh, But Pacific Division preview next Sunday at seven. The week after that, we're going to do a Sharks preview with the one, the only Brody Brazil. We might even get Ted Ramey and Drew Amenda involved in some stuff. We're not sure yet. We'll find out. (laughs) But we thank you very much for joining us on this 21st anniversary of. September eleventh, hashtag never forget. And oh, it's, how could you? Yeah. And it's uh opening weekend for the foosball, if you're a uh Adam Sandler fan. Right now, let's see. Second and six, three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Tampa Bay owning Dallas, nineteen to three. How could they not? Uh so there you go. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening for Monday night football. But we will uh are you uh doing anything this Wednesday for Teal Tinted, or is that done for the year?
1: no uh we have one more teal tinted left it's either going to be tuesday or thursday because i work wednesday which makes it super tight to get on there um so it's gonna be tuesday or thursday we're gonna cover the last two teams in the pacific division which is the battle of alberta um and then after that i don't know i actually after that i think i don't know what this the plan is after that eventually um i do i think if i if i have my way and i can nail kevin Lacey's feet to the floor um we are going to do a barracuda preview at some point. I'd like oh, to, love I, it it's just an issue of uh, just making schedules work. So, but that is I think if if I can get the the battle of to show done and then the barracuda preview done, I mean, I'm ecstatic for TTG.
0: Hell yeah. So, that's the plan, everybody. That's the plan. It's all part of the plan, but we've seen how plans fail. We don't know. <laughs> So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. So, we'll catch you up with something coming up this week, either Tuesday or Thursday. Remember, Wednesday is an event at TechCU. I just want to say, check your social media about 7 o'clock this Wednesday. You might see something, an official announcement when it comes to the brand new Sharks jerseys. And hopefully, they're going (laughs) to... I don't know, determine if they're going to do black pants, black lid, or teal pants, teal lid, whatever it is. But there should be an announcement at eh, 7, 7.15-ish 7. on Wednesday. Uh, aside from that, we'll catch you all next Sunday for a whole Pacific Division preview. And that will do it. As always, hook us up. Follow us if you don't already. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube if you enjoy the content. You're not here live with us again. To those who pulled down that that YouTube super <laughs> chat lever, thank you so much.
1: Can Can I answer this quickly?
0: Oh, whip it out. What are we Michael,
1: doing? Michael Michael says, "Why TTG on the other Pacific teams? Not called Get to Know the Enemy. I swear, you all did that for lockdown. We did. And um, but you know, it's fine. That's all. I, it's <laughs> what What happened? So, so TTG used to, the, 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 the Pacific division preview was, was the know your enemy series. Oh, did we beat lockdown? Oh, poor JD. No, I, (laughs) now again, now, so I could have, we could have done it. Right. And I could have just kept doing it and whatever. I just, but to me, like there's so many things in this life that are worth getting upset over. And to me, that wasn't one of them. Like It's fine. It's, it's, I I don't think JD did it intentionally. Like, I don't think this is, this is something that, that JD like was like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to totally fuck with that Ian guy. (laughs) Like, I, I don't think he did it intentionally. Like it's, it's the logical like name for, for that type of thing. Sure. No, JD's a good dude. I am sure that, look it, like the know your enemy thing has been like a TGG staple for a long time, but like, as with a lot of things on TGG, I probably lifted it from somewhere too. So there you go. You, it, own, yeah. you
0: own dangle stipends.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I could have done it and I could have made like a big deal about it, but I just, it's not, it's not worth it. I like JD. Like, I, I like JD. I think JD is a good dude. I don't think he did it to spite me. And I just thought, you know what? Whatever. Is it is it worth fighting about? No, man, just do something different. So there you go.
0: Yeah, it certainly wasn't an invented thing.
1: No, and it's like <laughs> I said, I, I'm sure it's it's not something that, wasn't like, vindictive. It's something that I lifted from somewhere else. I'm sure. Yeah. Or it was like I think I think the reason why it was like the Green Day song is why. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's y- that's where it came from for me. It was like the Green Day song.
0: Michael digging the
1: salad, toss yeah, salad, I, buddy. It's, it's uh, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it.
0: So hit us up on all the social media stuff, and with that, uh, we're out of here. Catch us sometime this week, but next Sunday, Pacific Division preview will kind of start our season of getting everything back in order so hope you dig it uh maybe we're on the discord maybe we're doing a twitter space here and there i don't know but check us out there that's where you can find us hope you guys had a fantastic weekend for nfl opening weekend enjoy the rest of the game enjoy the rest of your weekend and we will see you all later this week good night everybody